I do believe you have to find which way you're going to go. And like you said, be authentic and the people will find you. You know what? If I had to go back and do it again, I would have started my batch content early. 100%. The content is everywhere. Welcome back to Business Talk, the TikTok marketing podcast for business owners and entrepreneurs who want real strategies to generate leads and sales directly from TikTok. I'm your host, Austin Armstrong, and I'll be interviewing real business owners from every industry that are leveraging TikTok to grow their business. You can connect with me on TikTok at Socialty Pro. Let's jump into it. Today's guest is CC Underwood with the Selling with CC team. CC Underwood is a Jacksonville, Florida native. She started in real estate in 2007, learning and growing her real estate business through the crash allowed her to adapt in challenging markets. She started the Selling with CC team in 2010. Her team is consistently in the top five real estate teams in Northeast Florida for a number of homes sold. CC believes in market adaptation and has changed her business to stay relevant and provide value to buyers and sellers along the way. Service is always at the top of mind for her agents, as well as buyers and sellers. It is because of them that we are able to grow. CC is married with two kids and two English bulldogs. She enjoys going to soccer events with her family and watching Netflix. CC, thank you so much for joining me today. It's a, a privilege and an honor. Yes, thank you for having me. What a great topic to share. Yeah, so there's you've been doing fantastic uh, on TikTok. There are so many new real estate agents that are adapting the platform every day. You've been on it for about two years now. Is that is that correct? Correct. And twenty almost twenty thousand followers now. You are just absolutely smashing it. Why did you adopt TikTok? Why TikTok of all places? Did you think you could sell homes and and uh, recruit agents? Well, I mean, kind of like my bio, just adaptation. And I talk a lot about one of my business mottos is where people flee, I will go. And definitely when TikTok started, there was so much hate and criticism around it, especially from the professional community that I was like, okay, well, you have Taco Bell, you have rappers, you have, you know, singers and these national brands. They're not dumb, <laughs> you know? So I do try to look at outside industries to see what they're doing for marketing. And you know what? Real estate is no different. We just have to think like marketers, not agents. So well said. And and were you doing any sort of uh, video marketing or social media marketing before TikTok? Yes. Yeah. Tell me, tell me about that. What, what platforms were you leveraging? Um, mostly uh, Facebook and Instagram. We started on YouTube. So we have a couple of pages that we're looking to grow on YouTube, one for the team for buyers and sellers and one actually for recruiting. Uh, so this is just a natural progression. It took me a little while to figure out what to do <laughs> for TikTok and, and it's evolved also. Yeah. Tell me about those, those early days on, on TikTok. What did your, like when you first started uh, the account and, and creating some content and dabbling on there, what were you doing? What did your videos look like? What style <laughs> of videos? Uh, so at first I, literally thought I was going to be a dancer and <laughs> <laughs> I burned so many calories learning those dances. Um, so it made my legs look great. And then it was several months after that, that I was like, okay, we let's get on purpose here. <laughs> mm -hmm. And, um, so how long did that, uh, that process sort of take until everything started to click and you started to get some traction? 
Uh, I think it was about three months in. I started in February. So I think about three months in, I was really starting to put out more real estate related content. Um, and that started gaining a lot of traction. One of the first viral videos that I had was on what upgrades were going to have the biggest return. And it was that old sound of yes, no, it was very basic. And, you know, it got almost a million views right off the bat. And I was like, what is going on? <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, it's there's just so much uh, viral potential on TikTok, not only two years ago, but still today, if you jump on some of these trends and sort of adapt it to your industry, your business, whatever it is that you're talking about. Has that style really been the the best for you is adopting uh, trends or just educating, doing house tours? Like what style of content are you regularly creating? Uh, for me, not so much house tours. I do a lot of education, a mm-hmm. lot of education towards uh, buyers and sellers, what to do, um, things to look out for. Of course, poking fun at our own industry and things that we go through has also been fun. And I've also recently leaned into that mom niche. So getting, you know, cause I am a mom and working moms, I, I feel like is a nice niche for us to get into. And that also made one viral video. So integrating the two. Yeah. Tell me, tell me about that. Like what, what style of mom content have you been making? It's the more, and this is why I love TikTok. I was never fully into Instagram because I felt like it was really posed in the beginning. Um, and I'm just not a poser. I'm a mover. And, you know, so TikTok allowed me to move and, a lot of times as business owners, you come across as very scary. People say I'm scarier, unapproachable, and it's just, you know, very intense looking. And this allowed me to show my personality, my knowledge. Um, so it is that kind of badass mom, you know, we cuss a lot in our house. This is, you know, this is how we roll and we get things done. And my kids are a part of real estate and uh, they've been with me from the very beginning in the crash and they're a part of it. So it's all integrated. I love that. It seems like you're really being authentic to who you are and not putting on some sort of act, right? I think that aids in into what makes TikTok so powerful is that it, it can be raw a little bit mm-hmm. and it can be truly authentic. Yes. I love that part of it. It is. And you can tell, it's funny, you can tell when Instagrammers come over um, <laughs> or like, you got to catch up. Uh, so, but a lot of my friends do very well with Instagram because that fits their personality. So I I do believe you have to find which way you're going to go. And like you said, be authentic and the people will find you. Yeah. So true. And how, how often are you, are you posting right now? Uh, I would say on average once a day I go through, I'm a big fan of batch content. Okay. Big, big, big fan. I mean, on like the YouTube side, I will knock out probably 20 videos in an hour and a half. I will literally just go rapid fire um, with our videographer. At TikTok, it's still on my phone. It's not professionally produced. And I will set it up in my kitchen or my office. And I'll have, you know, some days it's just doing trends. And there's no words. There's no content that I'm creating. And then I'll go back and add the content, which to me is another great thing about TikTok. They have that so well, the video editing, it allows you to do that on your time. Like it's genius. Yeah, I agree so much. So, so you're actually recording in app and then saving all of them to your drafts. Mm -hmm. Love that. Yeah. Such a, such a powerful feature that they've been able to tap into. 
for anyone that's, could you explain batching for anybody that's maybe not familiar with what that term means? Yes. So this, you know, we all struggle. I think a lot of time management and personal management is one thing that we're all looking to see, well, where am I going to fit this in? It says I need to record three, you know, and put out three videos a day of content and there's no way I can find time every day. Well, the reality is you should not do this every single day. There's some great on the fly stuff you can do, um, but you make time for it. So your time could be 30 minutes to record multiple videos at one time and save them. And then you could set time um, to add content. And sometimes you get that inspiration from other content creators, from other people in your profession, just scrolling through the videos itself with the sounds to see what other people are doing. So you can just post when you want to, but you are also controlling when you are creating. So I think that's a great thing. Yeah, that's so important. I mean, one of the biggest pushback points that I get when I'm talking to a uh, prospective client or a business owner that, you know, is intrigued about TikTok, but this is just another platform. They don't have enough time during the day to, to create more content, right? The ability to schedule that out, um, you know, schedule a time during your day, whether it's on a weekend, wake up an hour earlier, find time in the afternoon, an hour at night, whenever you have, and create as many uh, as many videos as you can, and then you know, just log in and and post that one draft when it's you know when it's ready to go is so powerful and so much of a time saver for so many people. How long, on average, does it take you to record and edit each video? Each video, um, so I I do tend to keep my videos on the shorter side. Um, I'll talk about that also, just the benefits of yeah. forcing yourself to create quick content. Uh, so I do have the 15 seconds for the most of my videos. So it is that, right? It, it is 15 seconds. Maybe I record once or twice. Uh, the editing takes a couple of minutes. So let's say five minutes or less per video. That's fantastic. And and are, are you repurposing your, your TikTok videos anywhere or just keeping them on TikTok? Oh, yes. We repurpose them. So YouTube Shorts. Um, we've added there, we do put it on Instagram. We do our best to, you know, utilize the Instagram, their songs. Um, sometimes it just doesn't line up. The trends are different. So yeah, sometimes you just have to wait and until it becomes trending six months later on other platforms. And what an interesting time in, uh, in social media marketing, right? Like you've, you've been doing this for a while, you know, five years ago, maybe even less than that the general idea was, no, you need to create unique content for each platform in order to succeed on there. But we're in such a interesting time where all of these platforms are basically trying to catch up with TikTok, that mm -hmm. short form vertical video content just works uh, across the board. Oh, yeah. I mean, people are, are bored. Uh, they want information fast and quick and concise. So, you know, like I said earlier, we were creating three, four minute videos. And then it became, okay, now you need two minutes and then one minute and 30 seconds and 15 seconds. So when you really realize how much filler, filler talk, you know, that you put on videos. And I think this just appreciates, people can appreciate this on all levels, how short and concise your content can be. 
Yeah. Now I'm I'm curious to hear your thoughts um, as TikTok, you know, started as a as a very short form platform, right? But now they're they're starting to sort of roll out longer length videos. Three minute long videos have been out for a while now, and and just this week they announced ten minute videos mm-hmm. that they're rolling out to people. What are your thoughts on on that? I think it depends, you know, what content you're going to be putting out. Uh, stories. I think people are, they just love stories. So if your goal is education, keep your education short and sweet. Um, If you are selling a story, people might engage longer at even in three minutes. I think the majority of people are not engaging the full three minutes. They're engaging longer. And again, that's part of, you know, TikTok's algorithm is the engagement. So seven seconds was ideal. If you can get them to seven seconds out of seven seconds, that's great. If you get 15 out of 15, better, 30 out of 30. Um, so the longer you go, the reality is the majority of people are only going to listen for so many minutes. Mm-hmm. So powerful too. Um, I want to talk a little bit more about the, the style of videos that you're making because education is is incredibly important. Jumping on treads is, is incredibly important. But if if someone doesn't know, like, and trust you ultimately, they're really not going to contact you, right? I see so many people maybe go viral, but they're not actually leveraging it to generate uh, revenue, generate business, generate clients, generate sales for themselves. Numbers aren't everything. So how are you building community? How are you building trust consistently with your content? I mean, I think it's, you know, engagement whenever people comment. Um, A lot of times, regardless if it's positive or negative um, comments, I'm responding. Sometimes I respond in the comments. Sometimes I respond with the video response. I mean, as you can imagine, it's not like people love realtors. Um, every day there's a comment about, you know, you should be stripped from this earth. You know, you guys shouldn't have a job. I mean, people are like wishing we were jobless. <laughs> I mean, and this kind of economy. So there's a lot of angry, nasty comments and people, you know, they talk about fighting our commission and So I do my best to respond to those in a, you know, just in a very direct manner. Hey, great. When they're like, man, you guys suck. You shouldn't be paid 6%. You know what? Commission's always been negotiable. Welcome to negotiation. Um, So it's just kind of responding with that kind of fun and candor and understanding that they're just there for that reason. And they're still watching. Yeah, absolutely. I I love your (laughs) opinions on this, right? Because Due to the the vast numbers of of people that you're going to reach on on TikTok, there's always going to be the trolls in the comments, right? The negative people. I love them. That that are you know have no profile picture, random string of number accounts, have no videos, and they just come in and and add their two cents like they have any authority whatsoever in in your industry that you're an expert in. Oh my god, <laughs> it, it it's just hysterical. I love your approach to it, and everybody sort of handles trolls differently, right? Like. Um, They can be emotionally taxing for some people. Mm -hmm. Um, How do you handle, like, what are your thoughts and opinions on, on trolls, the comments? How do you handle them? If you could go a little bit deeper into it. Uh, I just think, you know, people's opinions of me are none of my business. And you know what? They're attacking a profession and I've been doing it long enough. I know it's not a personal attack. They don't know me. These people do not know me. So if you're concerned with, what people are saying, remember that. They're not even showing their face. Uh, Like you said, they're just numbers. They're not engaging people. They're just there. 
Um, and their comments are comments, but I do think it's important to understand that troll comments and some degree do represent a large part of community of what people think. Um, so that's why I do like to address some of those negative comments because reality is they might be nasty, but they might also be a majority concern or a majority feeling or thought process um, that could represent 80% of the crap in our industry that people experience versus the 20% of rock star. And I've had some trolly comments when I respond to them. They're like, you know what? I really appreciate your response to that. Like they, they truly are engaging. So I say engage with the trolls too. They're, they're not nasty. They just represent a group of people who have concerns and thoughts about maybe your profession or your niche or what you're doing. When you address it in a direct manner, they're, you know, it kind of neutralizes them. So yeah. I like them. I, I love that too. I have the same mentality. I always try and respond to them or, you know, ask them a question, get them to come back. It just fuels the algorithm a little bit, right? It just pumps up the engagement on your video. It actually helps you out <laughs> more than most oh. people think. Oh yeah. I've had some videos that, you know, still did very well. Maybe they had a couple thousand views, but I would have 200 comments because mm -hmm. the people were just like, boom, 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 boom. And it was going at it. And then of course, when one person responds and everybody jumps on that person. Uh, so it's, I think it's funny, you know, and as they say, like, I just went straight to the comments on this. one. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> You know, it's going to be a good comment section when, when you see responses like that. Mm -hmm. So good. Now, as far as um, educational content versus hard selling content, are you regularly doing um, like hard sale call to action videos? And if so, how often are you doing those as opposed to your regular educational content? Um. That's, that's a great question. You know, we haven't done a lot of hard selling call to action, but when we have there, there's some great engagement. Um, I remember specifically, I did one that was, do you want our home buyers guide? Like, are you interested? And we probably had 30 people reach out to us. Wow. Um, interestingly enough, they would message us on TikTok, but the majority actually messaged us on Instagram and they said, Hey, I want your buyer's guide. And so we were collecting information and email addresses and sending them. Some of them were to move to Florida. Some of them were just like, yo, I'm lost. And I, I need info. People crave information. Um, so that was a really great post. And we've done some for rent to own program and we've had people apply. We've added links. So when we do, it's not all the time. Uh, they do. They're really good responses. Yeah. It's, it's so powerful, right? Like it's, it's that concept that, that Gary Vaynerchuk uh, mentality of jab, 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 right hook, give, 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 ask. If you're putting out just genuinely helpful content over and over and over again, when you do put out that hard sell video of, would you like this resource or, you know, contact me now to, to get in touch with me and, and you know, whatever, yeah. it's going to convert so much higher than if you're just selling, selling, selling constantly, right? Nobody wants yeah. to be sold to all of the time. So that's, those are fantastic uh, conversion numbers, 30 from one post. And like, these are posts that really aren't going to go viral, but they shouldn't anyway, right? That's not the, the nature of that video. It's to convert the people that have regularly been learning from you and engaging in your content. And you sort of warm them up with, yes. with your regular content so that they're a qualified lead, if you will. No, I agree. And, you know, you said it earlier, the numbers that, you know, the number of followers 
isn't necessarily, I, I see people with thousands and thousands of more followers and they're not getting anything from it. So they're really there for social reasons. Um, so you're there, you post, post with purpose, you know, kind of find out what your messaging is. Um, same thing with any social media. We run a great Facebook page and there are people that have way more followers, but you can check on others' engagements. And when we go, we're like, whoa, like no one's talking to you. No one, your community's not connecting with you at all. And our engagement's super high. So um, I always look at the engagement, TikTok, like anything else, it's part of marketing and branding. So you may not always have that direct, you know, I found you here, but that's that's where people say they they'll, they'll message you on other platforms and say, I found you on TikTok. I first saw you here and then I snooped around. <laughs> Yeah, so good. Um, in particular, I'm I'm curious if if you still have this or not. Um, TikTok for me anyway, and and the accounts that we manage, they removed the ability to send a direct message to somebody that you're not connected with. Mm-hmm. Now, I was talking with somebody yesterday that still has that feature, which took me back a little bit because I thought everybody had uh, had lost that feature. Do you still get direct message requests on on TikTok for people that you're not connected with? I haven't looked. Um, I will say though, the majority of people, when they do message me, um, yes, they, they are friends or they go to Instagram, which is, it blows my mind that people are like, Hey, I found you here, but they instantly go back to their comfort platform, um, to to verify you. And that is all the inbox. Hey, I saw you on TikTok. I saw you on TikTok. I mean, it's, it's great. Yeah. I'd love to, to learn more about your funnel, uh, as well of how your, actually capturing leads. You, you sort of alluded to this and, and mentioned that they come over to Instagram. Are you converting and driving people mostly over to Instagram and then talking to them through the direct messages? Do you have a link in your bio on TikTok that you're capturing information from? How are you, how are you capturing all these leads and converting them? Yeah, great question. I mean, obviously still something that we are learning um, and to get better at conversion because that's what it's all about, lead conversion. Uh, so I'd say the majority, I don't push them to Instagram because I'm not very active there, but they go there. It is in my bio. Um, we do have links to our website. And like you said, they'll come to our website and they'll sign in. And then our, you know, our database manager, she'll pick up the phone and the conversation reveals, oh yeah, I've seen you on TikTok. Mm-hmm. So where do you source it? Is it TikTok or, you know, they came through the website. That's where they converted. They saw us, they saw the branding, the marketing, they did their research, they converted through a website. Um, So that has been one way that they have found us a lot for that, specifically the homebuyer magazine, um, our homebuyer guide. I just collected emails directly in Insta in in the message feature. Hey, you want this? What's your email? What's your email? What's your email? And put all those people in our database. (laughs) And now out of curiosity, how are you following up with them? Uh, are you, do you have like an automated email sequence, a drip campaign? Are you sending manual emails? Everything. Uh, we do a newsletter every single week. We love on our, on our customers. We love on anyone that's there. Um, if they're an agent, they get love, you know, twice a month, they get some great resources and content for specifically for agents. Here's something that can help your business. Here's something we're doing. And if you're a buyer or seller, it's just those same educational resources. What's your pain point? Are you interested in a cash offer? Um, So we do have them on action plans and they also get a weekly newsletter from us, just 
hey, what's going on in the real estate market? Because what we know is two years ago, a lot of people wanted to sell and they didn't, they waited. And they're likely, you know, two years later, they're ready now. Yeah, so powerful. Or pandemic sellers. <laughs> yeah, it's so important to stay top of mind. You don't want any of those leads to go cold. No, and like you said, you're. it's not just, here's my recipe book. I mean, this is real, <laughs> real real estate content. Yes, it is market updates. Your realtor, they don't want recipes from you. They don't want outside information from you. That's the one thing you can provide <laughs> is real estate content. So do that. Yeah. So for um, all the skeptics that are that are still listening, you know, TikTok is is uh, is a great way to build awareness, build following, build engagement, um, convert into leads. How are you actually selling? So if you if you don't mind sharing some specifics, how many people have you been able to? How many agents have you been able to recruit over to your team from TikTok? And how many houses have you sold as a result of TikTok? Uh, so, so far we've sold five homes directly that we know of, that we know of. <laughs> uh, and, you know, it does take a little bit, so it's not instant. It takes a good six months, you know, to a year of just being consistent and finding that. So it's really in the last year that we've started to see those conversions indirectly, not trackable. And we have two agents that we've met with this year already that found us on TikTok and they are gung-ho, which I think speaks volumes. You know, they don't want to interview with anyone else. They, as a professional, have already trusted us. They already see us as someone who's going to provide resources and education to them. So it is a nice business growing tactic as well. Bravo. That is so powerful. I mean, 20,000 followers, you've been active two years, sell, sold at, at least five homes, possibly more than that, right? Recruited several agents, this is such a, an amazing platform that people just don't appreciate. And I think that's the opportunity, right? Where there, where there is skepticism is opportunity for those that seize the advantage, right? Yeah. And, you know, I think professionals sometimes forget that you could also be a resource for other professionals. So as a realtor, one of our biggest lead sources is agent to agent referrals. And we've had three agent referrals. So oh. other people across the country that are utilizing TikTok, right? It's that Hey, you do what I do mentality. Um, you know, we connect over TikTok and they'll send us a referral, even if they're not from our brokerage, because you have that commonality. Now, what advice would you give to um, a current real estate agent or maybe just even a business owner in general that wants to get started on TikTok? Uh, you know what? If I had to go back and do it again, I would have started my batch content early. 100%. The content is everywhere. Um, follow the people that that inspire you in your industry or other outside industries. You know, if you're a dad, go follow some funny dads. If you're a mom, follow the moms. If, you know, if it be a wino or people that have three kids or, you know, the people that have hobbies. I, I make fun on TikTok. I'm like, who's a mom that just isn't good at anything else, but like being a mom in their job because <laughs> I don't have hobbies. Um, so pre-batch your content, get it out and just start creating. TikTok has one of the most robust video editing apps out there that you don't have to really go anywhere else. Um, and that's really powerful for someone who is scared about lighting and adding text and it's all right there for you. So it truly is the simplest place to start. 
Fantastic advice. Uh, CC, last question here for you. Um, who do you watch on TikTok, whether uh, it's in your industry or just for fun or for education? Who are some of your favorite TikTokers? Ooh, um, I'm really bad with names, though. I do watch um, Lana Rodriguez, Glenda Baker for real estate. They're just super entertaining and funny. Um, I also am on protein. Um, I'm on a lot of fitness talk and protein talk because I don't get enough protein. So I watch all these crazy moms that are like, man, I found this caramel latte protein that I put in my coffee every morning because of this woman on TikTok. And that's what's great. I mean, you can watch everything and find inspiration. Um, there's a couple of moms that I, that I watch and I really enjoy um, a lot of smiles. Uh, she's super real and it truly is a place. I think people are like, Oh, you get lost in TikTok." Well, it's because people are freaking funny. People are truly funny and creative and you get to see that side of people. So yes, I'm, I'm getting lost in TikTok. <laughs> I do too. We all do. It's, it's engineered to be addicting. Right. <laughs> their, their thought process was on purpose too. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. CC, this was, this was so amazing. So, so tactical, so inspirational. Thank you so much. How can people find you if they want to get a hold of you, if they want to learn more from you, where would you like to direct everybody? Uh, yeah. So Instagram and TikTok, I'm at CC Underwood 904. That's our area code. Um, or you can just message me, email me, cc at sellingwithcc.com. CC, thank you so much again. It was a pleasure. Thank you. Thank you for listening to another episode of Business Talk. If you feel like you're ready to get started on TikTok, I have a completely free TikTok checklist that you can find in the show notes and description of this episode. If you found this episode inspiring, consider leaving us a five-star review on iTunes or your favorite podcast listening platform. I know that's a lot to ask of you, but it really does help the podcast reach more people. Do you have any feedback about the show or a guest you'd like to recommend? Email me at podcast at socialtypro.com. Until next time.